Good evening, everyone. Tonight, I'm going to be talking about eternal life. Eternal life is a phrase used in the scripture to define the contour of life. That our eternal life lives, the Lord declares, This is my work, my glory, to bring to pass the mortality life of man. Mosiah 139. Immediately to his soul, life forever, resurrection begins through the atonement of Jesus Christ. Everyone will receive the gift of the eternal life or exaltation is to live in God's presence and continue, uh, contain us fa- families. Dr. Cummins 131-134 says, And in consistent glory there are three heavens or degrees. In order to obtain the highest and mo- uh, most eternal into this ordinance of priesthood, Mourning the new everlasting coverage of marriage, and as, and if he does not, be, he cannot obtain it. He may enter into the other, other on the other, but that has the end of the kingdom. He cannot in, have in, an increase. Basically, um, when you we believe in when you're married, we're married forever. Um, it does not matter how we're married, we're married forever. Just like you see in movies, every after, like in Disney, every, um, forever after, forever, um, we're there forever. It's amazing you can see that through our actions, we can get married forever. Whenever we're buying forever. Just like when you tie a, when you glue something together, like wood with wood glue, it never goes away. You can't pull it apart. Or like a um, metal, when you weld, when you weld metal together, usually cannot break. Um, or if you take um, anything that is tough. You can't break it unless you had to cut it. Um, that's when it comes apart. But usually everything's forever. Like. Like immortality. The gift is made possible through the torment of Jesus Christ. However, to enter in eternal life it requires our obedience to the law and obedience of the gospel. Articles of Faith 1-3, this is part of our church, it says, We believe that through the atonement of Christ, all mankind may be saved by the obedience, the law, and ordinance of the gospel. This ordinance needs to be part of it. Um, it's part of our gospel topics. We believe that we are all together forever. For our eternity. That's what we believe in. Um, we, we, when we are baptized, we receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. We enter the path and leads eternal life through the prophet Nephi taught. The, great, the gate by which ye shall enter is repentance and baptism by water. And then cometh to a remission of your sins. By fire and by the Holy Ghost. That's just so amazing. You can see that. We can be together 
it's part of the Holy Ghost. When we're baptized, we get to receive the Holy Ghost. We can feel who to marry. We, we pray about it and fast about it. Who to marry. And you feel the, the prompting that you should marry this person. And you do it. That's what I've done. I did that. And you feel that, that you need to marry this person. Um, it's a very um, spiritual experience to ask someone. It's very personal and very good revelation. You see, oh, I need to marry this person. It's right. And then, are you in the straight and narrow path, which leads to eternal life? Ye entered by the gate ye have done. Ye have done according to the command of the Father and the Son, and ye have received the Holy Ghost, which witness of the Father and the Son unto the fulfilling of the promise, which he hath made, that if ye enter in, by the, in the by, by the way ye should receive. Second Nephi thirty one seventeen through eighteen it says Wherefore do all things which I have told you. I have seen the your the, the that your Lord and your Redeemer should do for for this cause have they been shown unto me that ye might know that the gate by which ye should enter for the gate by which ye should enter in repentance and baptism by water and the cometh at remission of your sin by fire and by the Holy Ghost. And then ye are in the starter narrow path which leads us to eternal life. Yea, ye have entered into the gate Ye have done according to the commandments of the Father and the Son. Ye and have received the Holy Ghost, which witness on the Father and the Son, unto the fulfillment of the promise which He hath made, that if ye enter the, in, in by the way, you should receive. That was in the Book of Mormon. If you guys ever want to read that, Nephi implies that after we turn entered this status narrow path. We enter into the inter, entered into the end in the faith. Um, basically, saying that eternally is by faith that we know we can be in eternal life forever. That's by faith and by the fire of God that we'll be bind together forever. Forever. If we do like a a tight tight knot. Um, it's not going to break at all. It won't. If you do a good knot, that's just like marriage. Eternal life is forever. The knot will never break. Ever. If you do a good knot. After having gotten into the straight and narrow path... I would ask if ye is done, behold, I say unto you, Nay, for ye have not come thus far, save it were by the word of Christ, with unmaking, unmaking, unsnaking faith in him, relying worthy, worthy upon the merits of him who is mighty to save. Yeah, it's crazy. You can see that. You see this learning, we will be saved through eternal life. Um, after Jesus Christ died on the cross and came back alive, resurrected, that's, he made eternal life. Um, we will die, we come back to life, but it's eternal life. We have eternal life. We have 
um, a physical body and a spiritual body. Your spiritual body is there forever too. And your physical body, you have to go through pains and suffering. But your spiritual body does not have that much of a pain. Your physical body always have a pain. Always. Which is amazing. You can see every time it's it's a plan. That's part of the plan. Wherefore, ye must pass forward with steadfastness in Christ, having a perfect brightness of hope and love for God and all men. Wherefore, if ye shall pass forward, fasting upon the words of Christ, and enter into the end, behold, thus saith the Father, ye, ye shall have eternal life. If you have a steadfastness, bright hope, for happiness that you will bring forth. Steadfastness means like if you go forth fast, feast, fasting, steadfastness, basically you feast upon the words of Christ. We will have eternal life at all times. In 2 Nephi 31 19 through 20, this is in the Book of Mormon again. And now, my brother of brethren, after you have gotten into the straight and narrow path, I would ask if it's done. Behold, I say unto you, Nay, for ye have not come from thus for a save it would be the word of Christ, with unliking faith in, in him, relying well, really upon the merits of him who is mighty to, to save. Wherefore, ye must pass forward with steadfastness in Christ, having perfect brightness of hope, love of God, and all men. Wherefore, if ye shall pass forward, fasting upon the words of Christ, and endure to then, behold, thus saith the Lord, ye shall have eternal life. Just like that scripture said, what I just explained. If you keep going, you will have eternal life through Christ. Every time you study the scriptures, you will have eternal life. At all time. After baptism, after we baptize and receive the gift of the Holy Ghost, much of our progress towards the eternal life depends on our receiving other ordinance of salvation for man. Ordinance to the makers of priesthood for man and woman, the temple endowment, the marriage ceiling. When we receive the ordinance and keep the covenants and the complement them, we prepare for ourselves an inheritance and eternal life. Um, I'm going to do a, it's called Salvation and Exaltation by President Russell Nelson. That's going to be a good talk. Gratefully, we welcome Elder D. Todd Christofferson to the Quorum of the Twelve Apostles. Wholeheartedly, we sustain this wonderful First Presidency and all who have been called. Brethren and sisters, when we received the news that President Gordon B. Hinckley had passed away, each of us immediately felt a deep sense of loss. Knowing that his destiny was in the hands of the Lord, however, we have felt our mood shift from grief to gratitude. We are very grateful for what we have learned from this great prophet of God. 
Today at this solemn assembly, we have complied with the will of the Lord who said that it shall not be given to anyone to go forth to preach my gospel or to build up my church, except he be ordained by one who has authority. And it is known to the church that he has authority and has been regularly ordained by the heads of the church. This law of common consent has been invoked and the church will move forward on its prescribed course. Members throughout the world sustain President Thomas S. Monson and his able counselors. We are no more strangers, but fellow citizens with the saints and of the household of God and are built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone. The Lord revealed why he gave some apostles and some prophets. It is for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ till we all come in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God. Thus, the ministry of the apostles, the first presidency in the twelve, is to bring about that unity of the faith and to proclaim our knowledge of the Master. Our ministry is to bless the lives of all who will learn and follow the more excellent way of the Lord. And we are to help people prepare for their potential salvation and exaltation. The third article of faith declares that through the atonement of Christ, all mankind may be saved by obedience to the laws and ordinances of the gospel. To be saved or to gain salvation means to be saved from physical and spiritual death. Because of the resurrection of Jesus Christ, all people will be resurrected and saved from physical death. People may also be saved from individual spiritual death through the atonement of Jesus Christ by their faith in him, by living in obedience to the laws and ordinances of his gospel, and by serving him. To be exalted or to gain exaltation refers to the highest state of happiness and glory in the celestial realm. These blessings can come to us after we leave this frail and mortal existence. The time to prepare for our eventual salvation and exaltation is now. As part of that preparation, one must first hear and understand the gospel. For this reason, the gospel of Jesus Christ is being taken to every nation and kindred and tongue and people. Some years ago, I met with a tribal king in Africa. When he realized that he was being taught by an apostle of the Lord, he was deeply moved. He said that throngs of his people would be baptized if he were to give them such a mandate. I thanked him for his kindness, but explained that the Lord does not work in that way. 
The development of faith in the Lord is an individual matter. Repentance is also an individual matter. Only as an individual can one be baptized and receive the Holy Ghost. Each of us is born individually. Likewise, each of us is born again individually. Salvation is an individual matter. Now that individual progression is fostered in the family, which is central to the Creator's plan for the eternal destiny of his children. The home is to be God's laboratory of love and service. There a husband is to love his wife. A wife is to love her husband. Parents and children are to love one another. Throughout the world, the family is increasingly under attack. If families fail, many of our political, economic, and social systems will also fail. And if families fail, their glorious eternal potential cannot be realized. Our Heavenly Father wants husbands and wives to be faithful to each other and to esteem and treat their children as an heritage from the Lord. In such a family, we study the scriptures and pray together, and we fix our focus on the temple. There we receive the highest blessings that God has in store for his faithful children. Thanks to God's great plan of happiness, families can be together forever as exalted beings. Our Heavenly Father declared, This is my work and my glory to bring to pass the immortality and eternal life of man. Both of his objectives were enabled by the atonement of his beloved Son, Jesus Christ. His atonement made resurrection a reality and eternal life a possibility for all who would ever live. Resurrection or immortality comes to every man and every woman as an unconditional gift. Eternal life or celestial glory or exaltation is a conditional gift. Conditions of this gift have been established by the Lord who said, if you keep my commandments and endure to the end, you shall have eternal life, which gift is the greatest of all the gifts of God. Those qualifying conditions include faith in the Lord, repentance, baptism, receiving the Holy Ghost, and remaining faithful to the ordinances and covenants of the temple. No man in this church can obtain the highest degree of celestial glory without a worthy woman who is sealed to him. This temple ordinance enables eventual exaltation for both of them. In church callings, we're subject to release, but we cannot be released as parents. From the first days of human history, the Lord has commanded parents to teach the gospel to their children. Moses wrote, Thou shalt teach diligently thy children, and shalt talk of God's words when thou sittest in thine house, 
And when thou walkest by the way, and when thou liest down, and when thou risest up. In our day, the Lord has added, bring up your children in light and truth. The church is to assist and not to replace parents in their responsibilities to teach their children. In this day of rampant immorality and addictive pornography, parents have a sacred responsibility to teach their children the importance of God in their lives. Those evils so highly destructive of divine potential are to be strictly shunned by children of God. We are also to teach our children to honor their parents. The fifth commandment states, Honor thy father and thy mother, that thy days may be long upon the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. How can we best teach our children? The Lord has given us specific instruction. No power or influence can or ought to be maintained by virtue of the priesthood. Only by persuasion, by long-suffering, by gentleness and meekness, and by love unfeigned, by kindness and pure knowledge, which shall greatly enlarge the soul without hypocrisy and without guile. Reproving betimes with sharpness when moved upon by the Holy Ghost, and then showing forth afterwards an increase of love toward him whom thou hast reproved, lest he esteem thee to be his enemy. When a child needs correction, you might ask yourself, what can I say or do that would persuade him or her to choose a better way? When giving necessary correction, do it quietly, privately, lovingly, and not publicly. If a rebuke is required, show an increase in love promptly so that seeds of resentment may not remain. To be persuasive, your love must be sincere and your teachings based on divine doctrine and correct principles. Do not try to control your children. Instead, listen to them. Help them to learn the gospel. Inspire them and lead them toward eternal life. You are God's agents in the care of children he has entrusted to you. Let his divine influence remain in your hearts as you teach and persuade. Any discussion of family responsibilities to prepare for exaltation would be incomplete if we included only mother, father, and children. What about grandparents and other ancestors? The Lord has revealed that we cannot become perfect without them. Neither can they be, without us, be made perfect. Sealing ordinances are essential to exaltation. A wife needs to be sealed to her husband. Children need to be sealed to their parents. And we all need to be connected with our ancestors. What about those who are not able to marry in this life? Or those who cannot be sealed to their parents in this life? 
We know that the Lord will judge each of us according to the desires of our hearts as well as our works, and that the blessings of exaltation will be given to all who are worthy. We as children of the covenant are highly favored. In our hearts have been planted the promises made to fathers Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. The Lord has said, Ye are lawful heirs according to the flesh, and have been hid from the world with Christ in God. Therefore, blessed are ye if ye continue in my goodness, a light unto the Gentiles, and through this priesthood a Savior unto my people Israel. This life is the time to prepare for salvation and exaltation. In God's eternal plan, salvation is an individual matter. Exaltation is a family matter. As children of the covenant, we have met in this morning's solemn assembly. Attention has been focused upon the sacred titles of prophets and apostles. But the final responsibility to prepare for salvation and exaltation rests upon each person, accountable for individual agency, acting in one's own family, bearing another sacred title of mother, father, daughter, son, grandmother, or grandfather. In those responsible roles, may we go forward in faith led by Jesus Christ, whose church this is, and by his prophet through whom he speaks, I pray in the name of Jesus Christ, amen. I promise you that if you go through eternal life, it will help you through your life. I know, I promise you that if you do that and say the scriptures every day, even though you're not members of this church, I, I, I'm asking you, to go on this the church website, Church of Jesus Christ Latter-day Saints dot org, and on the side there's a topic, and click on Eternal Life. There's even more videos to, to look at. Um, I promise you that if you go through that, you will be through Eternal Life. I promise that you will experience loved ones. You will see again. I promise you that. Um, I'm going to share one more video and I'll call it a night. Among all the facts of mortality, none is so certain as its end. Death comes to all. It is our universal heritage. It inevitably represents a painful loss of association, a crushing blow to dreams unrealized, ambitions unfulfilled, and hopes vanquished. I got off the school bus and looked for my mom, and she wasn't there. My friend's mom told me to get in her car and took me home. When I got home, I found out that 
My mom and my baby sister had been in a car accident that morning and had died. And she was playing just like any any kid, like just like she always did. I came home from work and she was asleep and she started having seizures. Over the next 30 hours, we found out that she had a tumor in her brain. And um, we lost her 30 hours from when we first got to the hospital. She passed on. If a man die, shall he live again? To all within the sound of my voice, I declare he shall live again. I would want someone to know that there's, there's much more to life than what we see. Those they love are not far away, that there is an afterlife and that there is hope. I relied on the Savior. I called upon him, and there were times where I thought I wouldn't be able to stand, and he helped me too. Times where I thought I wouldn't be able to walk. And he helped me to walk. Times where I thought my heart would burst, and he helped it to stay together. I love the Savior, Jesus Christ, with all of my heart. I know that He died so that we can live again, so that we can have eternal life, so that we can be with those we love eternally. He he made that possible because he died for us. That's the thing. It wasn't it wasn't the feeling that all would be well that somehow she really would make it. There would be a miracle that she would live. It's that all would be well long term. And that all would be right long term. I long for her. I want to see her again. I want to give her a hug and a kiss again. And then immediately, I want to go do something now to get to that, to get to where I can give her a hug again <laughs> and kiss her little forehead again. I promise you that you will see family again. That's the greatest gift of eternal life is you will see your family members who died, pass on the other side. You will see them again. I promise you that. Um, if you guys want to go on the website, I just explain. You can click on eternal life and watch more videos. Um, you guys have a nice evening. Enjoy your week. Okay. Love you. Bye-bye.